0: Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is The Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world.
1: Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to The Cloudcast. Uh, we're coming to you live from MesosCon uh, here in Seattle. First off, a uh, huge thank you to the Lanx Foundation once again for having us as a media sponsor. Um, Nick Weaver joining us as a co-host again today. How are you doing, Nick? I am awesome. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, this is actually interesting. Um, this is a, a record. Um, the fastest follow up podcast in, in Cloudcast history here. Uh, we have Jeff Dickey from Redapt, uh, Chief Innovation Officer. How are you doing, man? Doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. So it, it goes back just um, probably a couple episodes, honestly, back to DockerCon uh, back in May. Um, we we actually received really awesome feedback, um, quite frankly, both positive and negative, uh, but towards the Cloudcast, not towards you, um, <laughs> <laughs> on the show. Um, and, and it was really some folks, uh, you know, because it was John Griffith and you and I, and and we were kind of we were cutting on Docker a little bit, and and you know, kind of doing positives and negatives with Docker. But but folks really kind of wanted to know about really Redap specifically, and you know, so you've built some pretty large clouds. Um, I would actually dare say you've built more large-scale clouds than than any other reseller in the world that I know about personally. Um, and so what I wanted to do is kind of just take some time today and really dig into that a little bit of, um, you know, what do customers look like? What do those engagements look like? Um, so just kind of start at the start. You know, when Redapt, you know, a customer comes to them and says, hey, I want... I don't know, quote, unquote, a cloud, right? What, what is that typical customer? What kind of market? Give us kind of the super high level, and we'll dig in from there.
0: Yeah, on the super high level. I mean, and I'll say, too, we, so we, we've built some big clouds, and, but we, we build small clouds, too. Like, we, we like to seed it. You know, so I'm always telling customers, you can't build your cloud-native applications, your cloud apps, until you have a cloud to give your developers. So we, we seed a lot of clouds, a lot of you know, half-rack uh, you know, OpenStack clouds. We're we're doing the half rack uh, Kubernetes and container stuff. Um, we're we're trying to seed these into the enterprise so that developers have that the same platform that they could experience on public cloud, but they have that experience inside their their four walls. And so, um, typically, they're coming to us, and and a lot of our customers we get from uh, existing accounts that that move on to new jobs and they say, Hey, you know, you guys did a good job helping us out. So we're, we're trying to build out some cloud infrastructure here and we, we come in and we typically do a workshop. We try to discover, you know, what, what do you really want? Do you really want a cloud? Like, cause a lot of stuff we do, you know, you have, you have the whole, uh, you know, all the cloud definitions and there's a lot of, you know, self-service and different things like that. And some just want automated infrastructure at scale they don't necessarily want the self-service they call the cloud but it's not you know really a cloud um, so we try to define really what it is they're looking at like what are those objectives and we really get into kind of the business of it and 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 what are the business units re- re- requesting requiring and demanding of 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 you guys and operations and and how do we how do, how do we make that you know easy and transparent for for you guys what is that and and i would say some of our folks come to us opinionated, saying, hey, we need you to build us an Opusat cloud. And we go, okay. And, and, but I, want, I want to put my SharePoint in the cloud. Yeah, right? yeah. So distributed SharePoint is kind of the, the trend we're seeing in 2015. The SharePoint
2: conference is actually next door. Are, is there one, really? There's actually really? the next building over uh,
0: No way.
1: <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah, I, I'm sure. he just made us all speechless.
2: There. was well, a guy I was talking to. a guy who said, I just love SharePoint. And he had passed right by him. And then I... I, I thought I was. Never mind. That's <laughs> fine. There's
0: probably not a lot of folks going back and forth between the conferences. No, like I didn't there's because OpenStack day is happening. Yes. Uh, just next door. But there's probably not a lot of folks going back over to SharePoint day. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we we and we ask some tough questions because a lot a lot of times when people come to us and say, hey, you know, we want an OpenStack cloud, and we say, why? You know, what? W- why we want to dig down and find out what the requirements are and figure out is that is that OpenStack. Uh, use case because sure. it's not all um, you know, we, we do get folks that come to us, say, we, we, we don't like our, we've got a ton of VMware and we want to go open stack and yep. we'll say no. Yep. Like we don't. And, do and
1: does that come from like business side of the house? Does that come from developers kind of wanting different needs? Like obviously nine times out of 10, it, it seems like this is not driven by the infrastructure folks.
0: <laughs> no, that's usually executives. So that's, that's in the C suite that, or, or VPs that, that will be in meetings and they'll, and what's funny too is, is it, it may be a straight OpenStack cloud from the developers, but then the VPs get wind. They say, "Hey, we want to. We will we, we'll this get rid of our VMware licenses too? Let's try. Let's try do that." And we have to really explain that it's different. Your VMware is great. It kicks ass at what it does. Like you know, keep that going, but treat this as a greenfield new cloud. And and again, that's I mean, just kind of lessons learned. I mean, the more legacy you drag into your your. Your cloud, your OpenStack cloud, the just more problematic it becomes. Yeah,
1: and, and, and so I was actually feeds into kind of my next question of um, the usual kind of target environment when when you're trying to kind of influence these, especially with with kind of a repeat customer where you're you're sort of treat, treated as that trusted advisor yep. in, in the in the account. And um, yeah, from my my experience as well is yeah, it, it very much is a um, Build a fence and a little bit of starve the old, build the new. I mean, if you're going to build new apps and you're going to, you know, have developers doing things different ways, and yeah. you might as well build a new infrastructure.
0: Yeah, as well. I think so. In, in, the, over the the last five years of doing this, I think what's really kept cloud moving forward was the scale factor. Was we need to get the cost down and therefore we need to build it big and get better pricing and discounts and let's think large, let's think in the hundreds and thousands of nodes. And the cloud would never happen because it's, you know, everyone's thinking too big. And then it'd come down to a budget thing where, you know, you're still trying to feed the existing business. You don't really have another half a million, million, five million to to, you know, sink into a, a new greenfield cloud, and then these things get put on hold and so we've been doing I think a, a pretty good job in 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 helping our customers start as small as possible yeah. S- small and scalable it doesn't have to be a monstrous system to be scalable
2: I think a lot of people don't realize that um, you know cloud has cloud and applications have requirements, right? I mean, like, like they don't. It's not like every cloud fits every app. Like the like OpenStack example you just gave, right? Like VMware, not good at legacy, right? They, they built a platform intended to run anything going back to like freaking NT. Yeah. Right. And, and, and in your instance there, you
1: didn't really need to assess requirements because it was just lift and shift. There
2: were you could there were tools that would switch the whole thing in your data center over automatically over a day. Yeah. Right. And they, and there were resources for it. But with, like, the new cloud stuff, I mean, like, Twitter built their stuff custom to run on Mesos, right? And there's this customizability piece. And the first taste thing is so interesting because you can almost – you get into that bare – it's like the MVP, like the minimal viable products, the minimal viable infrastructure. It's the minimal viable cloud in a way. You get just enough of a taste to start figuring out what, what you do have to change. And start t- going that direction without having to get that big huge capex bite off, and then you can slowly grow into it because the cloud will scale, but you but you don't scale necessarily right yeah yeah and that's that's
0: why we've we've spent a lot of time um, building out this these kind of half rack uh, blueprints and, and accelerator packages because it you can have a full like a a truly h a openstack cloud in a half rack for you know very you know, all in. It's it's pretty inexpensive. You can have the same thing in uh, you know multiple flavors of of Kubernetes orchestration on on a few of our different partners, and it's just it's ready to go. Like st- start there, and 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 you're you're going to when your developers get on that, you're going to have different requirements than I've, you think you have.
2: Have you had customers that want to try? Multiples because I mean that's an interesting thought too if if you can get in that small, you can say, hey, you know, give me one of each and let's see which one fits best for me yeah it, it's changed a little bit again over the last couple of years of doing cloud where
0: everyone was trying to do bake offs of distros, yeah, and that was extending. You know that's that's putting a, your your cloud out a, a year because you're bringing in Ubuntu, you're bringing in Marantis, you're bringing in a MetaCloud, and and we worked with a you know large kind of airplane company, um, going through that process of, of everything. And we're like, well, you still don't have a cloud, you know. We're <laughs> yeah. still, we're still that. and I think with the, when th- they're not that different, or they weren't at the no, table. no, and and the cloud type B stuff and the you know the Kubernetes has really changed that because you're writing. The, Apps to, to to you know another abstraction you know right. or abstracted layer that you can say well I can land it anywhere I right. think people have spent too much time uh, kind of committing to technologies when the technology is going to change faster than you are able to implement it right so you know I I talk to our customers about spend spend time and money on the physical orchestration and those tools and the DevOps automation because you plan on on ripping and replacing your infrastructure right. yeah. multiple times over in the next five years. Like sure. it, it is going to change. So well, don't don't worry about making a bet. Plan on change yeah. and figure out. It should be fluid.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and
0: containers are 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 helping that. And you can you can have an OpenStack environment because you're using uh, Murano and Kubernetes, and you know it's you could you can use triton and you can use a tectonic you can have different landing places for these in different uh in your different locations around the world
2: and and, and these little racks too i mean in a way it's there's you mentioned you know get used to change and like devops and there's also there's a training problem where like the staff has to learn how to use these new things it's a lot easier to figure it out when there's four or five nodes than when there's 500 right yeah And, and it's a lot easier for a cio to make the bet from a staffing standpoint for that than to make the huge bet for 500, it's yep. a lot easier to say, hey, let's, let's let some of our aggressive, up-and-comer women and men go play with this thing and learn it and see how they do. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and
1: I, let me ask you this. So you, you kind of have almost two lessons learned there of one of them being being start small and scale out. You definitely have an architecture yep. that supports that. The other one being the the virtualization and because of virtualization almost spoiled us and we didn't have to have requirements, but you'd have to have requirements with this. Yep. Would you consider one of those two, like your biggest lesson learned? Or is there even another lesson learned when it uh, comes to building all of this? Well, there's, there's so many lessons
0: learned. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll throw out another one. <laughs> He's where, learning one right now. actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got, the, I'll, I'll say there's three and there's, there's, um, use, use training wheels to, to learn how to ride your bike. You know, you you don't need to get on a steep concrete hill and jump on the bike, heading downhill at sixty miles an hour. You know, it, it, you even if you have the the, the talent in house, I think it's important to to find partners and vendors that that will hold your hands and get that running and, and accelerate that whole process and. Mm-hmm then train and get your folks used to that and get that documented so you can bring on, you know, more people as they come in into the environment it, instead of the, the the do it yourself cuz the do it yourself just takes a long time and you you really get trapped in a lot of, you know, and clouds. Yeah. Um, when 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 heard you have that,
2: that. In, uh, Frank and cloud, I've heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you get you get you get into that. So it it, it is like I, you know, invest up invest up front right in it and plan to be doing it yourself in the future, but not immediately. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, and so, do you think
1: the barriers um, to adoption are they technical, are they
0: political, are they cultural, all of the above? It. So, I, from 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 my kind of you know living in the cloud world for this amount of time. I really think we've been throwing too much technology at the problem, which is, you know, building out a cloud. And, and, I, and what I mean by that is, is and I don't know if I said this in the last podcast because I talk about this a lot, uh, it, it's the business of IT needs to change first. And I think we've thrown technology at it. I mean, even simple things like chargeback, where you, you have to change. In, in a, in a, in a decent-sized organization, so much has to change in the business for chargeback to work effectively. Yep. You, so you can spend all the money you want and building this cloud and doing all that, but it, you, it won't be effective. So we, as in the, in the cloud community, I think it needs to do a better job of, of getting in there and helping the, the, the business of it, uh, change and evolve along with the technology because the business of it is dragging compared to, I mean, look at what we have. I mean, we're, I mean, we're at the point where we're, I mean, I mean, look at look at what Mesosphere is doing, what Kubernetes is doing, mm-hmm. and and you can run Kubernetes on Mesos, and you know you can, they everything is moving so quickly, but the business of IT is
2: still the same. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's huge portions of the country that are doing waking up every day and doing IT that don't know any of this stuff, and I mean people going to realize, it. I mean I, there's still people I know in IT who who don't read blogs they still read a physical magazine like those like they still like want to get those in the mail information or they they'll go yeah. talk to their local se's only there's only people that I get their information about and so the amount of education between the difference between what twitter's been doing and what the mom and pop shops do is pretty still pretty massive yeah the cloudcast needs a print magazine
0: Ooh, I don't know about that.
2: Well, being Aaron on the cover, it'll sell like crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Waiting for the calendar. Yeah, this, <laughs> went, this podcast just went into the ditch. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. If you had to label an industry or a customer type that you would consider kind of the poster child for success, what, what would they look like?
0: Oh, wow. Um, I think the born-on-the-web folks... That are that are. I mean, it's it's kind of a, an easy place to be. I mean, you look at—I like, don't want to call it any names—but the the folks that have been in business for less than six years have more agility and can just do less things less technical debt, less, less baggage, less debt. So you have to be on. There's there's two sides, and I don't know if we talked about this today, but there's there's uh, you know there's the the brand new companies, there's the startups, and then there's the mega you know, uh, fortune companies. And each, each one has, has the best use case for adopting this new technology because one's agile and can do anything. And the other one, you know, has enough money and knows it can save the money, you know, by implementing these new technologies, they're actually saving millions and millions. They're not really spending millions, you know, they're saving that by implementing the stuff. You know, the banks are the first ones to do VMware, yeah. You know, at yep. massive scale, and you're thinking a bank. You know, the huge organization. You know, we've got we work with a couple of the banks have, you know, hundred thousand yep. uh, servers under VMware management, yep. and you know they they saw that. So uh, the folks I'm working with at the banks are they, they've got their R and D teams looking at at all the new technologies and trying to see what works, and then the web tech folks that you know if technology is your business, you need that edge. And you've, you've got to constantly be looking for that edge in your business. Mm, Makes sense. Absolutely. Um,
1: so I think we're kind of out of time for this week, Jeff. Um, uh, Nick Nick promised some tough questions to me today. Oh, okay. No, wait, what what happened?
2: Nick, Nick. Yeah. Come (laughs) on, Nick. Tough (laughs) questions. Tough questions. All right. If, if you were to, if you were to buy any tech company today, which one would you buy? Which one would I buy? This is a good one. This is a
0: good one. I, so, I would buy Mesosphere for a billion dollars. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, that's, yeah. that, was a, that was a rumor that, that went out. Um, <laughs> Mesosphere, I, so so um, I, I think I might buy Mesosphere. I think they've got something. I mean, can I, can I buy two companies?
2: I, 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 want, I want you to pick one that, that's not easy, one that, one that would surprise us maybe. One that surprise See, I don't know. because I'm, So, I'm a big... I'm a huge fan of
0: QStack from from Green Cloud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm a fan because yeah, it is awesome. it's it's the ability to run any of these new technologies on virtualization or bare metal, and it, it just solves a lot of the complexities that, you know, as a consulting organization, I hate it. <laughs> because it's it it takes away a lot of our consulting revenue, right? Um, right. Because there's there's uh, not a lot of work to do. But OpenStack we love because it's a lot of consulting dollars, right? Um, I I would probably pick Green Cloud. I like I like the team and I like the technology. Um, but I don't know. You know things things are moving so fast.
2: Yeah. Okay. Another tough question. Sure. What famous tech personality we know about today in three years? We won't know about any. Will disappeared. A person or a technology? Person. Ooh. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. Um. Who will be off on an island, or it didn't work out, or who who like is all over Twitter today, and in three years will say, "Oh, what happened to that?" Either person? either burn out or just make the Burned money. out, bought out, anything. You can use any kind of excuse. Make but the money they disappear. and go home.
0: Uh. Pulvey.
2: Dang. He's going wow. to make it big, okay. and he's so, going so to be on an
0: island, and he's going to invite me, yeah. so,
2: so. <laughs> and I'm going to hang out with him yeah. on his island. So just
1: so – there's the dodo, Alex Bowlby,
0: CEO, founder, CoreOS. I think he's going to do well.
2: Yeah, He's a smart cat,
0: isn't he? He's, he's very smart, and, and, and I like what they're doing, and I like that – I mean, th- he's very passionate, and the whole team is very passionate about solving security on the Internet. I mean, they're, they're securing the Internet – And I think they're, um, it's every day becomes more important, you know, security is like top and now it's, how does it, how does it get up and move up and higher and higher on the radar? Um, so I, I think, uh, I I think we should expect some great things out of Pulvey. Yeah. Fair
2: enough. Yeah. You had a tough one for him? No, (laughs) I I, I can keep going. I'm not, not I I think about these all the time um so all right all right so this is w- w- one this last is one deep okay. deep
1: insight into yeah. nick's psyche here all right you get this you is get, what he does
2: in the last go ahead let's let's pick four years last four years yeah. well, well let's let us let us put more in open stack time frame five years okay last five years you could you could have been the found in the founding team at any single tech company yeah but you can't choose it for a monetary reason which one would you have been on been on the team Oh, on the team? Mm-hmm. Which team oh. would you have wanted to be on? So, but oh. not for monetary reasons. So let's say you would have made no money, but you could have been a and part of it. Redap's older than five years, so that doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. You know what? It's got to be OpenStack? No, no. I'm, just, I'm trying to include OpenStack oh, companies open stack. by going back far
0: enough. In five years. In the last
2: five years, you could have been a part of that team and worked on it, but you made no money, so not yeah. a monetary reason. Uh, you know what?
0: This, uh, this is going to be a shocker, but I'd say Nebula.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, okay. think,
0: I, think, I think Nebula, I think they were just early. Yeah. And I would have liked to work on that team. And I would oh, have they liked were a talented to, group. Ta- it was a talented group. I would have liked to have been a part of it. And I would. I. I. I think they were on to something, but too early. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: So the reason I, you asked that question is to figure out which ones were untapped potential. Because if you take the monetary element out, it yeah. changes everything. No, yeah. and
1: and I'll yeah I'll say this too. I I somewhat agree with that. I you know we had Nebula running in, in lab during the day job, and yeah I it was OpenStack Silicon Valley last year. You know it was they they were doing the in between the talks. It was like a lightning pitch almost kind of deal where Kemp got up on stage and like you know like like a minute
0: yeah I remember that like just
1: completely nailed why you would want to buy them and why it was yeah. cool and it was like mic drop walk off the stage. Because everyone else the entire day did it. I don't even remember who the other ones were, but all the other sponsors did it, and quite frankly, just screwed the pooch. I mean, yep. they just did awful yeah. on all the rest of them, and he just kind of walked him. He didn't even like use this whole time. He was like, "This is why, whatever, yep. I'm out. Come talk to me." Yep.
0: And I think that just it's unfortunate great ending, technology. But, yeah. 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 So, I think, and I th- just again, I, I wish there was something that could have kept them going, and just a little pivot of the business model. You know I think I think it should have been a managed appliance mm-hmm. yeah, um, and some, hard of those, hard.
2: some of those things are really difficult to understand <laughs> yeah. because a lot of the Openstack stuff was the first time that's ever happened, like that kind yep. of forming like there's no way to to know what the right angle for some of the I mean now it's in hindsight it's easier to look at like if you had done this and that, but that was that was net new patterns in the way we're doing computing you know mm-hmm. a central I mean, we had we had done commercial stacks forever. I mean, VMware was a wild card with another commercial stack back in its day. But before that, it was all Microsoft. or It was all mainframe. Or it was all that stuff. So it's it's. I think you know maybe it's good advice for anybody that's going to go through the current container scheduler, you know, cloud type B scenario is to look back at some of these companies and figure out you know where was the mistakes in OpenStack.
1: Yeah. Or what's timing of market.
2: Yeah. You know, sometimes
1: it's just being there the right time. That's yeah. a really good point, yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Well, they're doing some cool stuff now over at Oracle.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, you, know, you can still work with them if you'd like to call Ellison up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's an island in it for you. So uh,
0: That would be awesome, I, as long as there's Wi-Fi. Hey, I
2: think the island has cats on it. You guys saw the article that his island's then, like, got a billion cats on it. He loves cats, and there's cats all over his island. Like wild cats? Like, like just domestic, like feral wild cats, just, just all over the island. <laughs> That's, it's just an island full of cats apparently Larry Ellison's a cat lady I didn't know that yeah
1: I was gonna say he's the he's the the old cat lady that's just yeah. creepy it's just weird I don't know how he got that subject but I thought I'd bring it up does he
0: have, does he have like a private jet that flies in cat food
2: uh, well, the other weird thing was apparently he's never been to a, that island so he bought the island he's got cats on the island but he's never been to the island huh maybe he doesn't like cats and there's too many cats on the no, island no there's yeah, no, other, no there's, <laughs> no, he's like, there's, there's
1: just too many cats a whole other, other story island. about <laughs> um, him in mourning
2: over cats dying because he, he likes cats yeah huh I don't, I don't... All know right. you, you, you heard it weird. here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hashtag I think this Cat point, Island. Yeah, I think, I think Nick's just making shit up at this point.
2: Uh, yeah, probably. No. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, hey, that's how it starts. Let me be clear. Most of the time, Nick makes shit up.
1: <laughs> All right, that, that, that works, too. All right, we're cutting it off. Um, we're out of time. Jeff, where
0: can everyone find out more about you and what you have going on? Uh, so I'm at Jeff Dickey on Twitter. Um. I do a podcast called OS Pod. You can, you can uh, It's it's uh, at OpenStackPod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you very much for your time today. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes,
2: videos, and everything social media.